Welcome to the Texas Values Report. This is Jonathan Sines, president of Texas Values. Great to be with you on another great week in the great state of Texas. If you listen to the show, you know we talk about the issues of faith, family, and freedom, particularly as they pertain to the state of Texas. Sometimes we'll talk about issues that are happening outside of Texas, but only if somehow Texas is having an impact on them or they're trying to impact Texas in one way or another. And if anybody knows what's going on on the issues of faith, family and freedom and is doing something about it and not only just doing something about but leading efforts on these issues it's our guest today our guest today on the texas values report is texas attorney general ken paxton and since the the uh, radio program studio we broadcast from also carries baylor athletics i have to say general paxton is also a proud graduate of baylor university go bears when they're not playing my texas longhorns but that's a whole nother matter so we're we're going to jump right in because a lot of important things have been happening from the texas attorney general's office and really some great victories in action so welcome back to the texas values report texas attorney general ken paxton welcome general paxton hey jonathan thanks for having me on hope you're having a good day you know, I'm having a fantastic day. I tell you what, if I'm in the state of Texas and I'm breathing, it's usually a pretty good day. You know, the, but it's not been a good day for some people that have gone up against the Texas Attorney General's office. And one of those more recently is someone, a website owner and a whole effort that was going on with this website and this effort called Backpage.com. And this entity and, and the people around it have pled guilty recently to human trafficking issues in Texas. Tell us a little bit about what's been going on with that issue and what your office did to take action. So uh, about a year into my, my term, my, my first year, we started a human trafficking and transnational crime uh, unit. And I did that because human trafficking is such a, new, a big issue in Texas. We're the number, num- number two state in the United States for human trafficking, which obviously is not a list we want to be at, uh, high on. We're also, we also have Houston, which is the worst city in America for human trafficking. So we started this with three lawyers and uh, three prosecutors and, and five investigators. And we made it our focus to go after the biggest and most uh, damaging uh, entities uh, in, in Texas, and that was Backpage.com. And so we immediately started investigating them. It was about an eight-month investigation with California involved as well, and ultimately it about a year and a half ago, we arrested the CEO of Backpage.com in Houston when he came in from Amsterdam. We then raided their headquarters in Dallas uh, in October and got all their computers. And uh, now we have the uh, CEO pleading guilty uh, to certain crimes and agreeing to cooperate to help us go after other people involved in this horrific crime. Well, and for our listeners that may not be as familiar with what we're talking about, when you use the words together, human trafficking. Give us a little bit of details, at, at, you know, as you can about what that means. So what is it that this entity and this individual was involved in and what is it that we're stopping? So Backpage.com, we believe, is the largest online purveyor of prostitution and human trafficking. When I say human trafficking, forcing 
um, adults, uh, mostly children and mostly girls, into some type of uh, either forced labor or more uh, commonly some type of sex trafficking. So they're being forced to, to do sex, you know, without their will. Um, and obviously they're young. And so uh, it's it's an awful crime I didn't know much about until I was I was in the Senate a few years ago. And so I made it one of my goals to, to, to do something to have an impact. And the reason we went after Backpage, 73% of the uh, causes that are called into the uh, National Center for Missing and Exploited Children came off of Backpage.com. So we wanted to hit the biggest and send a message that we're coming after everybody else. Yeah, I'm looking at this statement from your office, and it says Backpage facilitated the sex trafficking of innocent women and children through sites that ran in 943 locations in 97 countries and 17 languages. Wow. That's a lot of coverage yeah, I mean, that y'all shut down. They absolutely. They weren't just in um, just in Texas. They were literally all over the United States and all over the world. So, you know, we're having an impact not just on our own state and, and cutting human trafficking, but we're having it hopefully all over the United States and all over the world and saving lives and saving uh, kids from being destroyed. You know, look, these are not easy things to talk about. They're uncomfortable to talk about. And I think a lot of times people, you know, just want to believe that they're not going on or if they are, oh, it's probably extremely limited. You know, we saw some of this when the Super Bowl came to Houston a year or so ago because, you know, unfortunately those type of events some, uh, seem to, to attract or it seems to be that there's more activity when some of those bigger sporting events come in. Um, I don't know if that was the case in the Final Four. I imagine, you know, that there might have been some of that. And so I think a lot of times, though, people, you know, they just they just want to believe it doesn't exist. This is an eye-opener for people that, you know, for whatever reason are not aware of the magnitude of these type of things and the amount of lives that can be destroyed, destroyed, but hopefully possibly redeemed because of the effort of your team. Well, that's certainly why we're doing this. We, we've, we've seen the destruction. We, we actually produced a uh, documentary. It's a little about an hour long, and it's really well done. And it goes into looking at what has happened to some of the victims of, of sex trafficking and human trafficking. And it's, it's, a, it's a devastating consequence. And, and I, would, I would encourage people to go on our website, TexasAttorneyGeneral.gov, and, and look at that, uh, that, that documentary because it'll, it'll show you the, the – the impact of human trafficking, but it'll also show you what to look for as far as warning signs so that we could prevent it from happening at all. And we're going to work on getting that up on our social media sites as well. You know, General Paxton, I've been doing work, my team's been doing work at the Texas Capitol for many years. My work goes back to 2007. You know, I've noticed in the last couple of sessions, a lot of our friends that we work with, if you will, bringing more attention to the human trafficking issue. And we've actually been talking about this as a staff, about how we can use, you know, our influence, our operation, whatever, for some of these matters. So I thank you greatly for stepping in. And, you know, we look forward to this continuing to have an impact where we see less of this type of damage. I want to switch gears before we lose you um, in, in this segment and talk about another issue because, you know, look, the human trafficking issue is an important issue. And a lot of people don't realize a lot of times there are 
these women are being forced to have abortions. Um, they're being forced to do a lot of things that go against their faith, that go against our family values. And so even more of a reason why it's important to be active, one of the areas we're very active on, as so is your team, is the issue of religious freedom. We know uh, a week or so ago, the CEO of Facebook, Mark Zuckerberg, testified before Congress, and a lot of that was because of a concern of the way that they were doing business. And so in the middle of all this testimony, if you will, we find out that a very well-attended, you know, a popular church, whatever you want, a a megachurch to some extent, in the district where you live, your former House and Senate district, I believe, Cottonwood Creek Church up in the um, Allen or McKinney area had some trouble with an ad that they wanted to place on Facebook. Have I laid that out correctly? Yeah, they, they were uh, advertising uh, for this controversial thing called Easter. And um, when uh, they started advertising, they, they, they were sort of accused of not paying their bills, and then suddenly their, their Facebook advertising was shut down. And uh, my office sent a letter along with another attorney asking for a report from Facebook on what's going on and what's, how does this relate to uh, First Amendment religious liberty rights. And we got it resolved, but it's uh, just unfortunate that that's what we're dealing with these days. Well, you know, and and one of the pastors there, I think he's the executive pastor, is a Texas House of Representatives member, Scott Sanford. You know, I mean, they picked the wrong church to mess with, if you will. <laughs> I mean, and look, and you know, Representative Sanford is a good friend of ours. He called us, and we talked, and he let me know that um, he thought there was some help on the way from the big boys from Liberty Institute and, and possibly others. Obviously, your your office got involved, and that's extremely important because a lot of times people don't know what to do. You know, they may not have a state representative that is a member of their pastor team like Scott Sanford, and so I think it's a great opportunity for churches to realize, you know, the rights that they have and, and friends they have, if they, if you will, if they reach out and seek help. But I do think a lot of times— these things are a surprise to people. You know, think about an entity like Facebook or whatever, and then it seems to just kind of be this free forum, and, you know, people will be treated equally, if you will, and all of a sudden you find, like your point, something like Easter drawing some negative attention. But, you know, we look at some of the things that are happening, our Secretary of State that's been nominated, getting challenged for his religious liberty rights and his views. You know, we continue to see more attacks on our religious freedom. I know that's something you care about, and your office has a tremendous history of doing it, and I'm sure you all stay committed to. No, this is uh, something that, I, honestly, I was surprised when I came into office that we would be dealing with so many religious liberty issues. Uh, it seems like every month we have a new one that we have to deal with. And, and maybe in the past, attorney generals haven't viewed that as part of their responsibility, but I do because I swore to uphold the Constitution, and clearly the First Amendment is 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 something the Founding Fathers cared deeply about uh, uh, putting it the very First Amendment. So, you know, we care about it too. So we're we're going to be diligent, and if we see uh, if we see violations of, of people's First Amendment rights, we're, we're going to be there. Well, look, and I think there is an expectation by a lot of people. Oh, well, why didn't Texas Attorney General's office do something about it? A lot of people don't realize kind of you know the way that certain government entities work, or you know the lines that are drawn as far as the way certain statutes are written, when when the attorney general's office can get in and when they cannot, that there's a little bit more that goes into it. So people just think generally, if there's something going on, oh, well, the AG's office, the attorney general's office should should be able to do something. That's not always the case. But what I appreciate about your office is if there's some way 
one way or another that the attorney general's office can get involved, your team is usually finding a way. And I want to end with just a mention on that, because one of those ways that your office was got involved relates to a victory we had in court about a week ago. As you recall, we don't work on a whole lot of court cases, really one right now that we're only involved in, but it's a pretty big one. And this relates to upholding our state law that says that you can't use tax dollars to subsidize same-sex benefits. That's a whole different issue than marriage. We've been litigating this issue. We, um, The city of Houston wanted to say that the marriage decision on Obergefell meant that you've also got to do all these other things. And, uh, and the U.S. Supreme Court has not said that. So we've been litigating this issue. Last year, your office was a part of an amicus brief that supported our efforts and our uh, legal position at the Texas uh, Supreme Court. But last week, the city of Houston, as we went back to trial court, tried to push us into federal court. It's a state court issue. And we were thankful that we've got the state court, excuse me, the federal court has remanded the case, has ordered that the city of Houston pay attorney's fees, which we filed our application for attorney's fees this week. And so, and I know y'all weren't involved in this latest round, but I just want to give a mention uh, of continued thanks for your team finding a way to lend support on an important issue. Look, part of the reason we're here is to uh, not just to not just to be involved directly, but sometimes if we can't be involved directly, to to find ways to encourage other groups like yours, which do such a great job of defending family values and, and particularly religious liberty issues. And so, you know, we're we're grateful for that opportunity, and uh, we're going to continue to do it. Well. Attorney General Ken Paxton is not only a proud Baylor graduate, he is also a two-time recipient of one of our annual awards recognizing the work that he does for faith, family, and freedom. Texas Values has twice recognized him in the three years that we have been recognizing statewide officials. General Paxton, thank you so much for your time, and thank you for joining us this week on the Texas Values Report. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, and thanks for your great work. We appreciate it. Well, God bless you, sir. Well, it's great to have him on. What, you know, some really important updates, really two big cases and issues that they've been involved in, one related to human trafficking, one related to religious liberty. And, you know, we're going to have him back on again, I, I would imagine. He's been a guest several times on our show, and, and it's really great to that he's we've got that type of relationship and, and trust that he'll come on. You know, but their team, I tell you what, when they get involved, they usually don't piddle around. Okay. I mean, if when they're involved in something, they take action. It's very quick, it's it's responsive. And so, um, look, I, I'm excited about that. You know, one thing I'm excited about too, you heard me mention, we have won a round of this court case in Houston in federal court. We can this continues to be the only case of its kind where our organization, along with a few other lawyers that are part of our team, are defending our state law, making it clear that you've got to hold elected officials accountable when they break the law. The law is very clear in Texas. You cannot use tax dollars to subsidize same-sex benefits. If people think that that's wrong and they want to change it at the legislative process, then that's what they have to do. But they cannot just say, we're going to ignore the law and not follow it and think there aren't going to be consequences. So we're working on enforcing that law for two taxpayers in the city of Houston who don't believe it's right for their tax dollars to be used that way. And we've continued to have victory. And these are preliminary rounds. We haven't even gone to trial yet on this case. 
But it's very important, the victories we continue to have on, along the way. I think four times now the city of Houston has lost different phases of this legal battle. And so we're going to see what happens next. And it's going to hurt them a little bit more this time because the federal judge has ordered that they pay attorney's fees, our attorney's fees. You know, they're very expensive. One of the lawyers on our team clerked at the U.S. Supreme Court for Justice Scalia. He's one of the best lawyers in the country on these issues. And so, you know, you can imagine, uh, you know, his fees are not the same as a first-year lawyer. And that's all I'm going to say. But very important issue, if you have not had an opportunity, or if you have, and you want to invest in faith, family, and freedom, the work that we do is free of charge. The legal work we're doing for these taxpayers in Houston is pro bono. We're doing it free of charge. Okay, that is what inspires people to get involved because it can be very expensive if they had to pay out of their pocket to pay lawyers to win a lawsuit that where there are no money damages. While we might end up returning, um, recovering attorney's fees, that's for a very small portion of this issue and case that's been going on for almost five years. You can imagine the hundreds of thousands of dollars that, that are generated on a matter that's gone on this long. So the way that you can help us continue to be in a position to advocate on these issues, to be lawyers for, for taxpayers on these important issues, to be a voice, to have this radio program, to be providing legal and policy analysis on, on important issues, to educate you about the issues that are going on. When lawmakers ask for insight, providing that. All of the things that we do at Texas Values, make an investment today, txvalues.org. We're in the second half of the month. Sometimes these earlier spring months can be a little bit leaner. I'm just going to be honest with you. We need your financial support. Go to txvalues.org. Make a tax-deductible donation today. Our annual budget is close to $750,000. do not let that overwhelm you and think that your $25 donation is not going to make a difference. We have got over 4,000, around 4,000 people across the state that donate to us. So we need all the support we can get, all the big, the small, the large, they all matter. They all make a difference. And it's just a part of continuing to have a broad base of support. So wherever you are, even if you're not in Texas and you want to donate to us, if you're listening to this show online, we welcome that. Donate today at txvalues.org. I'm excited because in a couple of weeks, I'm going to see the governor of Texas, who is a University of Texas graduate himself. But he's going to be speaking at the Texas Governor's Prayer Breakfast on Monday, April 30th. And I'm also invited to speak. This is my first time getting to speak. I'm one of the designated person that's going to pray for people in government. So I have a little bit of time. And so I'm excited about that. Um, I've been to this event numerous times. And so, you know, our, our friends that are involved in that do great work. And I'm excited about that. Texas Governor's Prayer Breakfast, Monday, April 30th. You can get tickets still. It is a Monday morning. It's a breakfast. I think the tickets are $30, $35. Fairly reasonable. TexasNDP.org. TexasNDP.org. That's for National Day of Prayer. This is one of the events to draw more attention and celebrate the National Day of Prayer. So Governor Greg Abbott, Don Piper, the author of the book, 90 Minutes in Heaven, which is at my home. And so love to have you there. I can say hello. We can visit while I'm there and talk about some of the work that we're doing. Speaking of the work that we're doing, 
we are involved not only in this court case, but a lot of work on policy research. We're already starting to get ready for the legislative session. We're also educating people, huge runoff elections, okay? You got until April 26th, 27th to register to vote, and then early voting starts May 14th. The runoff elections are May 22nd, but your city maybe having a runoff, having an election, a regular election, the first week of May. A lot going on. I know Cedar Park's got some big elections going on, maybe some other parts of, of Texas as well. So take a look at our website, txvalues.org, to stay engaged in the work that we're doing. You know, they're big uh, decisions, big election back in March, March 6th. A lot of people, you know, were focused on that. And so some of that's fallen off. There are big runoff elections at the state level. You've got third court of appeals here in the central Texas area. You've got a congressional seat that touches part of central Texas, goes all the way down to south Texas. There are um, state house seats between um, Austin and Dallas that are in a runoff. There's one in Houston. There's one in Brenham in Washington County. There's one in Dallas. A lot of activity on the ballot So if you haven't taken a look, there's a congressional seat up in the Dallas area. There's a congressional seat in the Houston area. All kinds of races that are on the ballot and are heading to a runoff. So you want to stay engaged. We've got great resources information at txvalues.org, our website, txvalues.org. If you want to take a look at that. Look, also I want people to keep in mind, if you would like to do work with us, if you'd like to volunteer, if you would like to intern We usually have about three or four interns during the summer. We usually have one or two year-round, but we stock a little bit more, if you were, during the summer where students have a little bit more free time. We've got two slots already filled, and we're going to fill one more and possibly two more slots. If you are a highly successful um, graduating senior in high school or if you're a college Ph.D. law student, if you're in school at some level and you want to come in, we're looking at a lot of applicants right now. So if you want to take a look at that, txvalues.org is our website. But send us an email at info at txvalues.org. We've had tr- some tremendous uh, interns. One of them I'm real proud of because he and I, our families went to church together. I saw him as an as a uh, high school student. Then he went on to Texas Tech University. He interned with us. And then he developed some really great relationships with our with his work with us, which led to getting some letters of recommendation, which then led to him getting admitted to law school at Texas Tech University. And so real proud of, of Mark Dibb and all the work that he's doing. But he started as an intern with us when he was uh, an undergrad and then used the, that opportunity and experience and relationships to help him get a better opportunity to go to law school, which he did. And now I think he's uh, about to finish up his second year. Boy, he's going to be out there practicing law pretty soon. And so if you want that kind of experience where where you will likely get an opportunity to meet the governor and the governor's staff. Uh, I remember Mark Dibbs spent some time with our attorney general and our lieutenant governor, Dan Patrick. If you wanted, and it's not just law and policy. Do you have an interest in social media? Do you have an interest in radio and video production? You see, we you hear we do a weekly radio show. You can come sit in on the radio program, learn about the technology side, learn about the communication side. If you're interested in web development, if you're interested in marketing, we've got a large operation that we run. We can probably find a way to plug you in one way or another. If you want to find more about how the political side of things work, you want to volunteer 
with us to be a little bit more active in some things that happen on the election side. If you want to be involved in some of the things we're doing on the court cases, if you want to be involved in some of the policy work, I mean, look, you can get an opportunity to do whatever you want and be on the front lines of these issues. Uh, there's no exaggeration. There, There's probably no other place or few other places that you're going to find during the summer in the state of Texas where you legitimately get to have a direct impact on the type of law and policy and messaging that's going on on the issues of faith, family, and freedom than Texas values. I mean, they're just as very few, if any other place, where you get that variety of opportunity, that level of professionalism that a lot of people are looking for. And then, you know, look, I've got a, a, an intern that worked with us. He actually was a graduating senior. He was a, um, a homeschool student. He's now at Hillsdale College, one of the most prestigious academic universities in the country, very selective, uh, you know, and, and with a lot of people there that share our worldview. And so we've got some tremendous students that have come through our program that have gone on to also do well for themselves. And as a matter of fact, one of them is a lawyer for First Liberty Institute, Chelsea Human, who interned with us directly with me during a legislative session when we were working on a very important pro-life law. She came down and, and before that, she worked with us um, in 2011 on some very important religious liberty issues that were going on and faith and family issues. And so now she's a practicing attorney and she testified before Senate um, about two months ago, now as a licensed attorney in the state of Texas. And so, you know, we're really proud of a lot of the folks that have come through our program, but that's just a way for you to know, look, if you or someone you know is looking to get some real world experience on faith, family, and freedom, you want to come to Texas Values. So check out our website, txvalues.org. Also, you can email us at info at txvalues.org. I also want to mention, we've got two paid positions that are available. We are looking for a full-time development and fundraising staff member. As we continue to grow, we need more people to help us connect with folks that can make a financial investment in our work. If you like to talk to people, if you like to travel around our wonderful state of Texas, if you like to know that you're directly changing hearts and minds and lives by helping people invest in our work, we want to hear from you. We're actively looking to fill that position. Um, you can email us at info at txvalues.org. We're also looking to fill position in our communications department. If you like social media, if you like um, getting involved in the press, press conferences, things of that nature, we're, lo we're looking to immediately fill that position as well. These are full-time positions that have benefits along with them. They also include a parking space, which is very important in downtown Austin. So email us at info at txvalues.org or you can go to our website, txvalues.org and you can donate today at txvalues.org and we'll hear you, you'll hear me, excuse me, next week where you can hear about faith, family, and freedom in Texas on the Texas Values Report.